Fandom City Town Hall Meeting, a monthly podcast of all things fandom. Tonight, we dedicate our episode to our first love, Prince, the love of our lives. Let's start with our introductions. I'm Rachelle, the Fandom City Mayor. We have the Fandom City Alderman, Leona X. Hello, everyone. And the Fandom City Sheriff, Tiana. Hello, 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 hello. I thought that's what I was going to do, and then I thought about it too late. Like, damn, that was I my plan when I introduced the show. <laughs> Once nobody else did it, I was like, I got to <laughs> do it. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. See, Could I played myself by introducing the show. Because that was my intention. Woo, I got to do it. Nice anyway. <laughs> thank you, today, thank you. Today. All for the past several days, the whole world has been in shock. And we have been, I'm not going to say we've been more, because, but Prince meant so much to the three of us growing up that this has, I'm already going to cry and I haven't even started yet. All right. He has been so integral to all three of our lives. Some of my best memories are with the two of you and Prince, exactly. which sounds dirty. <laughs> but it's the exact opposite of that. Like, the our love for fandom, our love for art, I can't say it's only because of Prince, but he played, he has a piece in every single part of that. You know what I mean? I would say 90%. Right. Um, and these are the things I would have been uh, afraid to say a couple years ago because I want to think we're obsessed with him. But truly, right. like, he, he has been an inspiration to us for such a long time. It's beyond anything. Everybody who knows us personally knows that for a fact. Uh, um, to the point where Thursday, I got a text asking if I was all right. Because I personally, let, let's go, okay. Um, I will start up before I even go. It happened, you know. I got into Prince really young. All right. I give away my age. I've been a fan of Prince for over 30 years. My first time seeing Prince on TV was American Bandstand with my father. And he he was, I think he performed Why You Want to Treat Me So Bad. So he performed something from that album, from the Prince album. And he had that long flipped hair and... I thought he was amazing instantly. Who is this man? I need to know him. Okay. And then I got into him more when I was about 11. And I think I, my friend said she was a fan. And, and, I, and I always thought that I got into him because of her, but I didn't. I love this music. Okay. I love Prince. I love his music. And I've loved him since elementary school. And I have teenage kids, so that's how long I've loved this man. <laughs> Leona? Um, um, I guess I'll avoid uh, giving away the age, let's just say. <laughs> My entire life, I have absolutely no idea um, the first time I saw Prince. Um, because I don't, I literally, I honestly do not remember a moment where I didn't know who Prince was, where I didn't love Prince. Um. I kind of I mentioned this all the time that I watched Pencil, Purple Rain itself a lot when I was little and I know Purple Rain is a lot of people's reference but understand that I was a baby when Purple Rain came out and I watched it a lot when I was little probably shouldn't have 
but I didn't see it for anything sexual. I didn't see it for anything adult themed. I saw it for a rock and roll movie. I saw it for these people who look like me, who are representative of me, being amazing. And I just yes. remember just always having it in my life and always wanting to know more and hear more and feel more. And, and Rachelle probably was a big part of it. I'm sure T was a big part of it. I'm sure, you know, their influence and in knowing him is what introduced him, you know, into my life. But I don't remember not knowing who he is. Crazy as that may sound. See? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably as long as Rachelle has been a fan, I've been a fan. And, and I can easily admit that she's the reason I'm into him because she was always talking about how great he was and I was well but four years younger so if you weren't if you should have been listening to show I definitely should have been listening <laughs> right. but I was sneaking into your room listening to um erotic city until mom took it well that was a that wasn't a very long sneak we'll talk <laughs> about yeah. that later that didn't but, last but a hot no, second okay that I remember like having 45s and listening to this music and just being so right. blown away by this person who was so unapolo- un- unapologetically himself. Right. Like, right. He and just didn't care. This is who he was. He had long straight hair. He wore negligees. He wore, wore thigh high boots. Makeup and he, looked, he wore eye makeup. And I wanted him. I, I, maybe I wanted to be him. Maybe I wanted him to be my husband. It was both. Like... <laughs> It was both. It was both. Yeah, it, it was, was both. both. It was because he, he was so everything, and and he was such an inspiration, you know. Um. Yeah. Mint and I were watching yeah. uh, videos that uh, Leona so graciously let us watch through her DVR, and like just watching like she, Mint has never seen any of the old things, like newer things yet, but old things not really because let's let's be honest, MTV wasn't showing a lot of that stuff after a while, but. See, we're talking Dirty Mind, um, everything pre-Purple Rain, I don't think Mint has really seen. So we're watching, and, and Mint says, oh my God, this is why we're crop tops. <laughs> Prince is my style icon. I'm like, Prince is everybody's style icon. I'm like, are you serious? Prince is the when reason you... I did half the stuff that I did. When you unintentionally get your hair cut like Prince, and then watch a video and be like, I didn't know I did it. <laughs> it was it was in the back of my mind. I didn't know I did it on purpose. Prince is the Prince is the reason I want to wear a three piece suit. Right, right. Like, I've it's been my goal in life to wear a three piece suit because of Prince. With Prince with matching re- heels. Hello, Prince is the reason why I embrace the Gemini in me. Right, right. Because you know. He, 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 you know, all my life, mom told me that I act like, you know, because I'm born early and I, but I act more like a Gemini. Well, yeah, I act like a Gemini and a Taurus, but he made me feel okay having those Gemini traits. Thank you. Fine. I'll be that split personality that you <laughs> accuse me of being. <laughs> but I mean, he was, he was, he is, not was, he yeah. is. Prince is my favorite singer. And with him gone, Nothing changes. Oh, absolutely. Every the impact he had on my life will not change. You know, I you know, um, I remember buying two records when I was a kid. I'm sure I bought more, but I remember two. On my seventh birthday, I bought um, 
parliament the um placebo versus uh, is it placebo versus fun how am i blanking because i love that so much the, the one, one funkin the one yeah. funkin the one funkin that was syndrome. thank you As always, we had a few technical difficulties. <clears throat> we were talking about Prince and our childhood. And I was talking about um, the first two records that I recall buying in my life. And the first one was um, uh, Parliament's Funkintelicky versus Placebo, is that what it's called? The Placebo Syndrome, yeah. Placebo Syndrome, okay. And the second one um, was 1999. The reason why that stands out for me, because, you know, y'all know how cool prince and george clinton was and i love the fact that the first album i ever bought was by someone that prince admired and became friends with i just think it was great <clears throat> it probably was inspired by him but um i guess that wasn't good anyway <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> but yeah in spite, you know, in spite of the fact that I got into Prince so young, 1999 really was the first record that I ever bought. And I loved it. And, okay, 1999 came out in 82. So you get this record and you get this double album. And on the record is Prince's Eye. And I've always, as a person that draws, I've always loved drawing eyes. So to see this man's eyes was just amazing to me. Do you remember that inner of the inner album cover picture of like top of, of his butt crack yeah <laughs> it wasn't top of his butt crack it was just the hump of his butt coming out <laughs> i was looking at it like is that his butt sweet <laughs> <laughs> like this guy is just miles apart from everybody else nobody else is showing their butt he is just different and i loved it anyway um Y'all wanna um I'm talking a lot, so y'all get in here. T was someone talk to us a musical memory. A what? Um um <laughs> You told me to talk about the music that I like. Um so like the day after he passed so I was listening to all the songs that I had. Well let me say this. Um, I'm not a casual Prince fan by any stretch of the imagination. So Prince is always on my phone, always on my iPad, always on my iPod, always in any kind of music that I'm playing in the house. I have Prince radio stations. I have Prince Spotify list before he took it all off. But like, so Prince is always playing. So it's never been a, a thing for me to just suddenly listen to Prince at all. So, when he passed, I thought it would be difficult because when David Boy passed and when Glenn Fry passed, I couldn't listen to the music for like two weeks. I just, you couldn't even say David Boy in it without me crying. Like, I just couldn't listen to anything. So, I thought it'd be difficult, but I found that listening to his music actually made me feel better. Um, and I was listening to the music, and I'm like, let me see what's in my phone before I like go to my iPad. And I had... I want to say eight albums just on my phone. And these were just 
the eight I just had sitting there in front of me the day I put stuff on my phone. It wasn't like anything in particular. It was just Prince was on there. So I started compiling a list of like my favorite songs by Prince as I'm listening. And from muscle memory, you know, the songs that I go to all the time. And as I was writing this list, which was supposed to be five songs, I realized I'd be better off writing the list of songs I don't like. And then as I made that realization, I realized I can't make a list of songs I don't like. Well, understand, I'm not asking you to say your favorite songs, but just more like what the music is to you. Say it again. So as I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even just saying what are your favorite songs, but what, like what, what this does come to mind, muscle memory. What, what are some of the memories that you have as far as music is concerned? I don't know. Can you do it? Okay, sure thing. Um, actually something that you were saying actually kind of leads me to something I wanted to say with you saying casual Prince fan, right? Or Prince friend, actually. So like T, like Shell. Prince is everywhere always for me, right? I will admit that when I changed to this phone, I stopped putting music on my phone. I kind of relied on the streaming services and all that. And like T said, his music was no longer on Spotify. It wasn't on Apple Music. So I didn't immediately have it. And that was the first time I realized, like, oh, my gosh, for the first time, I don't have music on my phone. And I remember reading an article of people saying, like, why it would be so hard to listen to Prince's music now. And I honestly thought they meant, like T was saying after David Bowie and Glenn Fry died, that they were saying it would be too hard to listen to. Do you know what people were saying? Because it's not on Spotify. Buy it. Why can't you just go? Why don't you have a copy of it? I don't get anything at all. Like you have nothing to go to. So even in my my not having it on my phone, you don't think I went to my hard drive real quick, you know, to go put it right. on my phone now? Like, I'm, I'm sad that it was the first time I realized it wasn't on there because I've been listening to just Hamilton and podcasts lately. I didn't even notice I wasn't listening to Prince like I always do, you know, but right. I sure had it available if I needed to or, you know, if I wanted to hear it. And I, I thought that was, you know, interesting. And I do have a, a lot of my go-tos and um, like tea. It's hard to say my favorite, my favorite song of all time is a door and I know it's pretty shell um I have a hard time even saying my favorite albums uh sign of the times parade and for you are always my first thought I remember um when we tried to buy the music once it was re-released on cd we were going to find that pre-1999 stuff and I don't know if y'all remember this but like we were like trying to build up our collection and I remember it was for Shell's birthday I made a point, I had no money. I made a point to make mom go to Coconut and I bought, <laughs> but mom did, <laughs> for you because I wanted to make sure we had everything. And I was like, me buying it for a shell, but I was jamming it like, yes, this is Shell's gift, but I am totally <laughs> loving this. And it was his first album, but I played it like it was new. I played it like, right. you know, and to me, his music, that's what his music was. Like, it didn't even matter when it was released. It felt like in the moment. Right. You know, it didn't matter that that was 1978. I, I listen to it right now. Like, I don't know. Right. You know, thinking about the streaming is like, like you, on my newest phone, I don't, I have a little prints, not all of it. I, I keep prints on, I have prints on my cloud, on my Amazon cloud. And I, I, you know, like both of my computers 
are filled with prints, not to mention, you know, a terabyte hard drive filled with Prince music. I mean, the whole terabyte is not Prince, of course, but still I have all this Prince music. But when I was, you know, I, I was in um, Illinois over the weekend and um, I um, don't have all my Prince music with me. And I will be honest, I tried since Thursday. I've made a special effort not to read or listen to anything. But gradually in the hotel, I start reading, looking at pictures, not reading articles, looking at pictures, um, every day Prince music is in my head. I can't get it out of my head. I mean, don't, I won't lie. Every day Prince music is in my head regardless. Right, okay. Right, Cause I can exactly. think of a situation that makes Prince music pop in my head because I draw, because I write, because I design, you know, I said in, in my, on my Facebook post, I can be, a, you know, I can listen to his words and, and grab some kind of inf- inspiration to make, to help me with my drawing or whatever. But anyway, um, hoopla for those who, um, are associated with Cleveland Public Library is streaming most, not all. They say all, but it's not true. Most of his albums. Chaos and Disorder is not on there. Emancipation is not on there. The Black Album is not on there. So it's not all. Crystal Ball's on there. But, but if you want to listen to Prince and you are not fortunate enough to own it and you don't have access to it, at least to a CD from Amazon because they're sold out, um, go to Hoopla and, um, and re-educate yourself. But, um, so Sunday, um, we came home Sunday, we're driving home and, and, um, I didn't want to drive, but, um, mom insisted that I drive the last leg. So somewhere outside of Toledo, I got in, I was like, you make me drive, you listening to Prince. This was the first time I was able to listen to Prince was Sunday. You're listening to Prince. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm streaming Prince from from hoopla i listened to controversy uh the prince album and sign of the times and as i'm listening this is this is um over two hours of music listening dancing singing and everything i cried on the door <laughs> mm-hmm. i felt so i didn't i got misty eyed i won't i won't i won't i missed the eye i i can't if I if I cry if I full on cry like everybody else, this is real, <laughs> and I'm still I, Thursday, when when you all told asked me if I heard the rumors, I wouldn't watch TV, I um, I waited for somebody to come back and said TMZ made a mistake because you know it's not like TMZ is, you know, All right. <laughs> Yeah, you don't even have to say more. It's TMZ, <laughs> and that's what most people did. So that's understandable. Most people were like, "Yeah, click back when something real says it," you know. Right. Even when AP, when 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 Rolling Stones said AP confirmed it, I was like, "Well, I, I don't know if AP got their confirmation from TMZ, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not willing to listen or believe." So I wouldn't read articles, you know. But um, Prince. I don't know. I have a lot of music that Prince, like I said, you know, I, that's inspirational, especially in, in my art, you know. Right. I have a lot of, you know, I could tell you stories. Um, I could tell you things to get you excited. <laughs> I could play <laughs> with your mind. <laughs> but, um, 
Huh? <laughs> that little weekend fog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a lot of memories, you know, considering, you know, how long I've been enjoying him, you know, it, um, T brought up Erotic City and, you know, how she used to sneak in my room. Um, this, like I said, this sneak didn't last long. Um, there's a record store down the street from us, way down the street. A record store? A record store, yes. Record store, record store! <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched Under the Cherry Moon. I did watch Under the Cherry Moon. Because I still was pretending that it wasn't true. Um, I went to a record store and I bought the 45. Do you guys know what 45s are? I bought the 45. Erotic City was the B-side too. Do you remember? What was it? 1999. It was Let's Go Crazy. It was Let's Go Crazy. The B-side to 1990 was God. Was it? Anyway, so I bought the B- I bought- You don't need Let's- I don't need the Let's Go Crazy because, you know, I have the album. So, but I love- They used to play the, um, the edited version of Erotic City on- the um radio and this was pre tipper gore ruining everything with ratings okay ruining. so <laughs> like you get um erotic city i got the record went home i'm happy a dollar 59 spent on my record erotic city because i love prince put the record on and you know what what can we sing it um why am i drawing a blank right now of the song erotic city Weekend funk until the dawn, making us a cherry song. That he's he's weekend funk, weekend funk until the dawn. But mommy heard weekend funk until the dawn, making love to cherry. Go, what's that? Huh? It's Rodney <laughs> City. Play that back. Weekend funk until the dawn, <laughs> making love to cherries. Gone. How would you pay for that? Um, a dollar fifty nine. Pulls out two dollars, slams it on the table. Give me that record. But, but. And the record tour snap in half. No more erotic city for me. I was 18 when I got erotic city again. Right. Break it now, Brenda. Huh? You know what I remember about you buying it again? We had those speakers. Those Mm -hmm. speakers. I think you like stood on it, singing it loud. Like it's mine. You can't take it from me. Oh my God, you know, she broke my heart when she took that from me. And I understand because I knew on the radio on WZAK, when WZAK 93FM used to play music, not just whatever the hit single was of the day, they played music, whatever sounded good to them, they played it. So they played Erotic City, they played 17 Days, they played God, they played all these good songs. Wow, they played 17 Days? They played 17 Days, that's how I knew to go by, well, well, let me, I would say that's how I knew to go by, but whatever single Prince had out, I bought this, I've always had the album, but I always bought the single, because the B-side is always as good as the single. Right. So I always bought the sing- the single just to get the B-side. So I had 17 days on 45. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a filmmaker and I wanted to make music videos. And I choreographed a music video to 17 days. Didn't have the equipment to film it, so it's still in my head to this day. But I did it. You know, years later, I actually made a movie in film class, Toulouse. I bleached um, 
I took 16 millimeter film and bleached all of the celluloid off of it till it was clear plastic, drew on it with markers and edited it to loose. And it was one of the best films ever made. That's another one. I remember you doing that. And I was like, what is she doing in there? <laughs> and then I remember seeing it like, oh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> so what about movies? Well, you know that Under the Cherry Moon is my favorite movie. And I love Pur Purple Rain. We, you know, when you do the Purple Rain story. We went to see Purple Rain when it came out. And mom, mom is the best mother in the world. But. So we thought <laughs> that day. Okay. Mom took tea. I don't remember if she took you. I mean, because you were young. Mm, I don't think so. Um, Tony, AJ, Sabrina. She was saying keep going. Oh, did she? All right. Well, mom took me, T, Tony, AJ, Sabrina to see Purple Rain the weekend it came out. Now, this was the greatest thing for me because it's Prince. So um, we got there a couple minutes late. We sit down. Mom sits with me, Tony, AJ sit in the front row. T, mom, and Sabrina sit behind us. Not in the front row, but in a row. And T, Mom, and Sabrina sit behind us. And we start watching it, and we're enjoying it. Prince singing, Let's Go Crazy. We got to watch the time sing, see all this other stuff, you know, all the other things that happened to the movie. We get to see Prince and Apollonia start to start this relationship. And they go back to his room, and the sex scene starts to happen, or the love scene. Let's not call it a sex scene. As soon as Apollonia comes up out her clothes, and Prince start rubbing her, Mom puts her hands over Tony and AJ's eyes and screams, let's go, and drags us out of the theater. And all I was thinking was, no, no, we, we can't leave right now. But she forced us to leave. And it was the saddest and most embarrassing day to me. And to this day, I've never seen Purple Rain in the theater. Um, luckily for us, not only do we have the best mom in the world, who was right to not want her underage kids to see a simulated sex scene we also have the best dad in the world who went and got purple rain on videotape when it came out sat with us till the sex scene came on and fast forwarded <laughs> through it and then walked away and said enjoy but <laughs> <laughs> so we good to see purple rain anyway thanks to daddy and it was the greatest and he didn't just rent it, he bought it for us. So it was the best day ever for me. So. But. Well, you I have your I chance since it's theater. playing here tomorrow, uh, Thursday. I I think I'm going to. I, I, I didn't want to go by myself. And I asked um, Brent to go with me. And he was like, but I'm underage. And I was like, I'll tell you when not to look. Child, I watched that movie as young as I was. He'd be all right. <laughs> and of course, you know about Under, Under the Cherry Moon. Saw that the day it came out. The Friday it came out, played at Southgate. First movie was at, the first showing was at 12 o'clock. All three of us were there at yep. 12. We was there at 1130. Do you remember yeah. that? 
We were there at 11.30. There's only a handful of people in the theater because it was so early and it was on our work day. We watched that movie. We loved it. We went home. <laughs> we turned around. Mommy, can we go back to the movies? <laughs> and she drove us back out there. We watched it again that evening. <laughs> I do remember that. And I remember being blown away that people didn't like it. I was like, what? Right. Oh, no. What? Did you see the same movie that I saw? It was amazing. And I remember being blown away because, you know, Christopher Tracy, the character, is one of his pen names. So it's like, oh, this is just the greatest. I love him. I love that movie. I was watching it the other day just to get images off of it, and I couldn't stop watching. I, I stopped up until the, the last scene. I did until the, um, you know, that scene. I couldn't watch <laughs> him die on the movie. So I didn't watch that, but I watched the rest of it, you know. Can I, my, my quick memory of going to see that in the theater was I happened to doze off right before that part. Like, I remember them, like, trying to go get Mary or whatever, and I doze off right before that part, and all I hear is show like, no! And I woke up like, what? What? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot. That's why I really wanted to see it again. Like, I feel like I missed something. What happened? Oh, and of course, when that came out on videotape, we got it. I own, I have the soundtrack. You know you're a Prince fan when you buy, or a friend, when you buy. I, I have Under the Cherry Moon on record on the record album and i have it on the cd twice and i bought it on i bought the digital version that's that's loving some but, I, but you, how can you not love that particular album anyway it's, it's one of my favorites i don't i don't see how you can't oh man i got how excited when that video came on right and you know and of course i got it for my birthday because I have not just the best parents in the world, but I have the best sisters. And they know what to buy for That's the birthdays. That's true. <laughs> true indeed. <laughs> you never fail with something prints. But then there's always graffiti bridge. I, you know what? I walked out of Graffiti Bridge thinking it was the third greatest movie I ever made. I don't know what y'all thought. I thought no, yeah, I it was a little hammy. That. And cheesy in some parts, but this movie is fabulous. What are you talking about? Right, I thought that, and I thought it the second time I saw it, and I thought it in the theater, by the way, and I thought mm -hmm. it all the times we watched it on tape. Mm -hmm. Now, as an adult, I did think differently, like, oh wait, what's happening here? But it still, I feel like even if that is not one of the best things I've ever seen cinematically, what he was able to put together still spoke to who he was like everything didn't have right. to be perfect right but it still is a fun watch even if right. you're kind of laughing more at it than with them sometimes with the three fine man she yeah. was three fine she right. turned butter into cream um, <laughs> even if those kind of moments happen it, it's still something enjoyable and how can you not just like staring at him seriously I, didn't he look great when he performed um was it tick tick boom where he had on tick tick bang where he had on when his hair was brushed back and he had on the the black and white lines on his on under his eyes and he had the checkered cape and they were was outside that, or was that oh they, no or was that no that wasn't tick tick they were outside for tick tick bang are you talking no, it was you? elephants and flowers wasn't yeah it? yeah inside in the grand slam <laughs> yeah 
Remember when Glam Slam opened in Minneapolis? Did you want to run away to Minneapolis? <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to get in there. <laughs> oh, what, like, would you say is, like, the impact? Because I know that for at least for both of you, and, you know, I do agree, but in a different way, that you took it some kind of way to hear he's passing, right? And I don't even really want to focus so much about on him passing, but the impact. So, like, if you took it some kind of way that he has passed, what was his impact on you personally? In life? Or his death? Yeah, well, no, I don't want to talk about his death. I'm talking about his oh. life. Like, yeah, life. Legacy. Well, he, because, like I said, um, I didn't, I didn't love Prince just for his music. And, and don't get me wrong, I can take music and I can relate certain things, certain songs to life. Um, Strange Relationship, I, I dedicated it to a boy that I liked because I thought he treated me a little bit like Prince treated the character in that song. Mm, mm. You know, um, uh. So it would, you know, like I said, I could, I would listen to Prince. If I had, if I was, if I'm blocked, not if, if I'm blocked when I'm drawing, I can listen to Prince and pry something out because he has, there's things, he's not just singing straight up about love or straight up about whatever. He always has a message in his song. He's telling a story in his songs. And that was, so I can listen, I can listen to his songs all the time and get that story and sometimes that story resonates into something artistic for me and it's not even like i'm taking his song and writing drawing whatever he's whatever he's visualizing he just i can i can get my vision better listening to it and i don't know if i can do that with other people's music or not as much he's so art he was just so artistic and and he um have you, and he always had a message, even when you didn't think there was a message in his music. Right. But I love that he was a good storyteller. You know, I could with um join repetition. He's telling a story throughout the whole song. You know, and I love that. Right. But his impact. I mean, growing up, if you look to me when I was when I was a kid, if you remember, remember when we were kids when. Black men, black men can't embrace sexuality unless it's really masculine, right? So all these guys, boys and men, oh, he gay. And why? And even if he is, what does it matter? But it used to frustrate me that you look at me while I'm listening to Prince and you would try to say something that you thought would offend him, but you were offending me because it's like, why are you coming at me? So I used to get really defensive for Prince, you know, like, like you can't call my mama. You can't say anything negative about my mother and you can't say anything negative about Prince to me. And I think that's one of the reasons why that individual called me to see if I was okay. Because even at 25, don't you say nothing bad about Prince. You know, you can't say anything bad. You don't like his music, don't like his music, but don't say anything bad about him. I had a rule. I'm a, I, to, for me to get married, you couldn't just love me. You had to know one important thing about me. And that was my favorite song. <laughs> and I wasn't going to tell That's you. That's all it took. I'm just kidding. 
No, because I wasn't going to. Okay, the favorite song and what I, that song that I wanted to hear if I ever had a wedding. You had to know that about me. I didn't share that information. Only y'all know that Adore yeah, was my favorite okay. song. Nobody else knew. So if you know I'm a Prince fan, you might come out the pocket saying Purple Rain. But you had to know more than that. Well, you know. no way. I'm just saying. people. And by every- the way, me saying that, can I just toss out there? I absolutely love Purple Rain. I never I want it. to imply that I don't think that's a great song. But I just don't think that you should off the top think that a person who's saying that their absolute all-time favorite singer is Prince. Don't off the top think that's what she's saying is her favorite song. Just a tip. Words right. wise, just saying. I mean, when I was younger, to me, to to really, even the people to to really be a part of my world. If I walked up to you and I said he liked to frequent this club down up on thirty six, you need to know what I'm Pimps talking about. Pimps and thags used to hang well, outside and cuss. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> right, Crabtree. My, my name is Andre, Andre Crabtree. Crabtree. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Not that many people were doing that. <laughs> but people were remember when we when we went to see him in Atlanta and those guys were like, hey, you know, we, we were around people that's like, what's up? We've been following him all over the country. And I'm like, I want to know you. I can't right. afford to follow him around the country like you. Right. But won't you hear me your number so you can tell me what he's doing? <laughs> you know, there's the kind of people that I want to, you know, to be around who really appreciated what he was about. I was no. gonna say something about the something? the purple rain thing. Purple rain is I don't like purple rain. I don't care who sends hate mail about me not I liking it. I don't, and I don't like purple rain because everybody played it too much. All you fair weather fans love purple rain, and that's why I don't like it. Because a real fan, I'm not saying a real fan don't like purple rain, but a real fan likes it. A real fan likes Anastasia. A real yes. fan likes So Blue. A real so fan blue. likes I'm Yours when we're dancing close and slow. Right. right. A real fan knows Bambi. stuff inside and outside of Purple Rain. So I really get annoyed when people are like, Purple Rain is my favorite movie. Purple Rain is my favorite album. Purple Rain is my favorite song. And I'm like, yeah. you can go away from me with that nonsense because that's not a true Prince fan. You can like it. Right. But if you're a Prince fan, right. you know that's his commercial success and that's about it. If you like purple, right. Rain, do you like computer blue? Exactly. That would be my question. But you know what what I'll say about Purple Rain? Because my first concert was decades into Love and Prince, right? It was musicology. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, oh purple rain. But when he performed, me too. Me too. My Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel, I went crazy. And just the energy in the entire space when that song came on, the energy from him, like that's not creep. Right. You know, creep with Radiohead. They like, no, thank you. I don't want to play that. For him, he will do. He would do Purple Rain all the time because he knew the energy that he felt from his crowd when he performed that song. Right. And that's what made me love it, love it even more. Because I used to be kind of whatever about Purple Rain. I like it when I watched the movie. Oh, by the way, when I watched the movie the other day. Oh, that song <laughs> got me. But mostly because I remember that energy and how it felt to be in the same space as him while he was singing it. Oh, my God. Right. You know, you know, Little Red Corvette. I love the many different ways he sings Little Red Corvette in concert. I love, I love his commercial stuff, but I love his You Don't Know This Song. I, I approach you and... You know, everybody knows Purple Rain. Everybody knows Little Red Corvette. Everybody knows. 
Oh, when you every time you just said everybody knows, I was like, when love calls, you gotta go. Right. Gotta go. Right. Did did I mean I want to sit down and? I know somebody who owns chaos and disorder. I know. I know one <laughs> single person, Bob the Drag Queen. No, you know, the guy who I said look like him. One person yeah. I've ever met in my life. And T, you saying you met I somebody. I think I now know two. Is Maybe it one three. person? Outside of you guys. And it took <laughs> one of them. And they exist. Uh, we're Facebook, we're, I'm Facebook friends with all these people. But one of them I found out over the past few months. Like, she could randomly post not Purple Rain lyrics. She would randomly post the lyrics to La 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 He He. And I'm like, oh, snap. Yes. I'm like, I know you were oh being like gosh. that. Like, we would talk about yeah. the hits and the B-sides. We would talk yeah. about which favorite song on this album. Like, that's the kind of fan she is. And like, so he passed and we've been talking a lot since he passed. Um, And we were talking about, I was like, she talked about she had went and got all the music digitally because she didn't feel like going to go get all the music from her garage. And I'm like, it's all, all the physical stuff sold out, but I own so much. Let me go buy this or that. And she like went to her garage and pulled out her big ass case and just took pictures of all her print CDs. I swear I cried. I was like, this, this is a fan. She right. has raved you into the joy. Fantastic. Right? You know what I'm saying? She has rainbow oh, children. Yeah. Yes. She has she rainbow, rainbow children. children. She got rainbow, rainbow children. children. I was like, you, you yeah. down as hell. Yes. <laughs> I can rock with you. Right. Right. That, right. That's, that I can rock. Yes. Well, we're the highlights because, you know, since the songs of the day for um, Fandom City, um, because we can't do videos for Prince, have been an image of Prince and partial lyrics. And when I put up um, oh, uh, the question of you, and not only did people like and share it, but they start following yeah. Fandom City. I was like, I need to know you because I, I need you in my life that I put right. up que- the question of you and you, you you knew exactly what I was talking about. Right. Because obviously everybody knows Sexy MF and maybe some know my name is Prince. But he, when you get down to the, am I on the same album? <laughs> when you get down people to know the, the Max. You know, that yeah. stuff. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or the flow. <laughs> Like, hey, you know, the right. other day I was oh. singing Thunder. Oh, and I, I sing Daddy Pop. Out loud. Yes. Not Daddy Pop. But Thunder, <laughs> I love lines and I still knew the words. And I was like, Look, yes, this is my jam and I don't care. People have to understand right. the level of fans that we are. Like, we went to see the Jeffrey Ballet just because he did Prince. Just because they did and Thunder was I mean, one of they the were, numbers, by the way. They were, yes, they were enjoyable <laughs> to watch, but we have bought music by people just because he wrote the song or played the guitar on the song. Time waits for no one there, by Mavis I Staple. Had, I had Bright Lights, Big mm-hmm. City soundtrack just because yes. of Good Love. Me too. Me too. What's your favorite yes. B set? All right, like <laughs> stuff. Mine yes. has. <laughs> I think, right? <laughs> Look, I'm all uh, stuttering. Uh, 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 uh. I oh, think she's always she is always in my hair. Always comes to my head, but I think oh, it's either that or girl. Or you know, seventeen days. Um, I love seventeen days. 
I love Shockadelica. Um, um, love her money. Oh, I love her. Love her money. How come you don't call me anymore? Love her money. Love well, her look, money. do you know how mad I was when we got the hits and B sides and Love Our Money wasn't on it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that to me? Yes, I mean it's it's just I, a favorite. That's a hard. I can't, you know. It was hard enough deciding that. Adore was my favorite song, but to to go favorite beast because if be I love how come you don't call me anymore? I love it. I love how could I not say that's my second favorite song. The reason I knew Adore was was because of just the feeling that goes through me every time I even hear that. Right. The the crowd little the little part at the beginning and then it's like ooh, <laughs> I yes. lose it. I lose it. Uh, and I rock back and you forth. You can burn up my clothes, smash up my <laughs> rock. Well, maybe not the rock. <laughs> I like to lose it. I love it. Yes. Um. Um. Concert moments. Um, T. Come on. Well, T, do you remember? I've seen it three times. Point, so. No, no, it's. No, I was saying like I seen well, him three I'm just times. Saying particular. And you would oh, think ahead, seeing ahead. somebody three times it would be like, ah. But no, each time was like completely different. I remember seeing him for the Rainbow Children tour. And I didn't know anything about Rainbow Children. I was heavily pregnant. I went because it was Prince. I was like, I'm so tired and uncomfortable. <laughs> but it was like one of the best things I ever witnessed because it's something to not know the music and then slowly fall in love with it. And then the musicology tour where we went Ew. first in Cleveland, me, you, Shell, and Mint, which was a great experience to see him in our hometown because he would never come here. And then he finally came and it was just beautiful. Never. But then to double down on that and go to, all the way to Atlanta, remember we dressed up in those shirts with the, with the song names and the year on them. And it was just the front row seats and it was just, like you said, the energy coming from him, that that feeling, and when he called us out on the jumbotron, oh Jesus! When he called <laughs> us out, like I've never, I've never felt anything so you in my life like so I felt that musicality <laughs> tour. Never, I, I can only liken it to what people feel like when they smoke crack. They're always chasing that high. I've been chasing the high of that concert <laughs> for the right. rest of my life. And I I know I'm never, ever, ever going to feel it again. It was just I the quit. perfect moment to be in a stadium yeah. listening to somebody you love sing songs that you love and not just sing hits. To pull out Irresistible Bitch. To pull out, you know, a lot of those B-sides and to have the time come out there like, shut up. All right. Yes, like yo, he was singing Led Zeppelin though. Like, okay. <laughs> for me, I, I I don't you know. I saw more concerts than y'all. Only like two, rub it in. three. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Not much more. Um, because you know I went to one with Sherry the first time he came. I do remember that. After a twenty, it felt like a twenty-year drought. I don't know how long it was. You know, before I go talk about the the concerts that we saw, Prince came to town when we were kids. I think it was the uh, 1999 tour. And um, I really wanted to go, but mom wouldn't let me go because it was school day, right? So, Monty went. 
and Marty came back and described it to us. And she said, and he had a bed on the stage and he was simulating sex. She didn't say that, but that's what he basically was doing. She described it. And um, mommy was like, well, you're not going to see him until you're grown. I was like, damn you, Monty. Why do you always break? Then she got me again with darling Nikki, but we'll talk about that later. But um, so that, you know, I never got to see him as a kid. I, I wasn't, I was grown when I, when I saw him in concert once with Sherry and, um, you know, we, we need to see the Rainbow Children one. I, I, that was because I, mean, I worked third shift when he came to town. So I, I don't think I just got off work. I had not gotten enough sleep. So while we, we got there early and while we were waiting, I was, I was dozing off waiting for him to come out because he was a little bit late. And then Najee came out in the audience. He sure did the hell out of me playing his saxophone. But he was just like, he was like, wake up. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's basically what, because he, he played the opening to Rainbow Children. And it was just like the greatest moment. And there was no way you're going back to sleep. And, you know, then the, with the musicology tours, um, when um mint and i got those lovely front row seats hmm. and he approached us when he approached us and you know i know what people say now i can die i know what they mean now i'm done you know and there, you know as far as obviously i still have my personal achievements but i don't need to go to another concert again of course i did but you know what's left after you get to look prince in the eye and take his watchtower that mint was scared to take from it get it take it take it i'll take it thank you <laughs> it was just like an, oh, sorry. An awesome I'm sorry and he i'm sorry no 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 well um i was thinking about that concert where you went with sherry and how i almost disowned you as a sister because i was trying <laughs> to understand like you're about to go see prince with Sherry, that's cool. Um, I'll not go. Thank you for no one asking me. Um, very better I think about a that. Limit. I think it was something. Mommy had something to do with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mom had something to do with being a hater. Um, I think it. I think it was a school night, and I was like, so. But anyway, in Rainbow Children, I was in Tallahassee. Sweet. I just keep missing out on life. That's all right. Came back around. <laughs> Musicology, you know. But I mean, you, you, you both said it incredible times and even when we went to go see michelle again for 3121 was really was tamar probably tamar's concert yeah, but, but it was truly everybody here. was there for prince i mean just even being around honestly just the thought of going to see him gets me all excited and i always right. have this memory of that was 2006 when we saw mm-hmm. him in atlanta the tabernacle he didn't come for years Years, mm-hmm. like T said, chasing that high, chasing that mm-hmm. high. I was even just thinking about it, maybe like, where, where, where? Where's right. it going to be? Where's it going to be? And then I remember, I'll never forget this, and it's still a good memory to me, even though I missed him. But I always think about when I was off for an entire week, just took a staycation, did nothing. Literally, the day I went back on a Saturday, I went to work. My mm-hmm. friend called me, like, we're about to go to North Carolina, we're going to see Prince. Huh? I am at work right now. She said, call out sick. I said, did you hear what I said? I'm there and I'm covering somebody else's shift. I can't just call out sick. I was so hot because I love her to death, but she's one of those casual fans. And I'm like, why did you get to go? There was like this weird bitterness, although I was happy for her to finally get to see her perform. 
there was this, why are you so close to me and I didn't get to go? But right. that's the kind of feeling, too. I don't even care about someone else. I would not travel for anyone else. I got to be honest. No, I'm not, not even, traveling to another state for anybody else. Not, no, and see, I didn't, not just not travel. I made a vow. When tickets start going up really, really high, I said, I will never in life pay more than $25 to see anybody. I don't care who it is. When he had that website and you had to take $25 just to be a part of it, okay? Right. And then what the first tickets that music collected was $99. And I was like, is that all? You need a little bit more. Right. <laughs> Floor season in Atlanta was a grip. I remember, I remember being I at work. Care. I was at I work when we bought care. the tickets. I want this. We bought both on the same day. And I remember my, I, I remember, this. this is how obsessed, mm-hmm. this is how in love with this man I am. I went to work. I told them days before, Prince tickets for his concert going on sale, blah, blah, blah. I got to be in, I got to be on the computer. I got to be in that room to buy these tickets. And I got to be on the phone with my sisters. And my boss said, we got you covered. Mm-hmm. That's how much everybody knew I love this man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember to this day telling mm-hmm. the front desk receptionist, hold my calls. And I, you know, I see a lot of calls that mm-hmm. don't. And she said, girl, don't worry. She's like, I'm trying to get tickets too, but she couldn't take the time. I was like, yeah. good luck to you. Um, right. I'm good. <laughs> and see, and I remember the same thing, except I wasn't at work. I was already off and it was like, I need to go to sleep. And I was sitting up there like Tom with the, with the um, toothpicks in my eyes, like, oh, I'm going to get this. You know, I was, I'm going to make sure I get these tickets. And it just had to be. And, you know, even though we, we, we could never afford to travel all over the place to be a person that says, excuse me, I'm taking my vacation time this day. Well, what do you plan on doing? I'm going to see Prince, none of your business, but you know, I'm taking this. I took, and not even that. When we, when we saw him in Cleveland, took the time, I took the next day off. I didn't go to work the next day. When we saw him in Atlanta, we got a nice little vacation time, you know, cause we gonna make this right. And then for him to go back for 3121, what day? Cause I got to call in and make sure I get my time <laughs> off. All right. It's just, that's just the way it is. You know, when I'm so, the kind of person who, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, I was taking Dave. I was, you know, pre- um, preparing myself for whenever an album came. Since albums came out once a year, every two years, you know, whenever they said, you know, you was you sit there and like, isn't it about time for a Prince album to come out? And you marking your calendar, waiting for that day. That's right. me. You know, first person in the store. I wish when we were kids, the way they do things now, where they keep a store up until midnight when something is released. I wish they did that when we were when we were kids. I wish Amazon existed. I could just buy that stuff or ahead of time and get oh, it to come out. Definitely, like I did the Hamilton right. book. Right. Came out. It was at my door. I'm gonna bring it back to impact for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. I, I posted on Facebook because it t- it took me some time. I, I had a pen- friends posting, you know, pictures and songs and stuff. And it just took me some time to really get my head together. But like, I was listening to um. Love Sexy, which I didn't realize at the time. I've always sort of thought about it, but you sort of take this kind of stuff for granted. Um, to me, I think it's his best album. It's just so... It tells a complete story. And not that albums have to, but I think that was a brilliant of him to make it tell a complete story. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I was listening to When Two Are In Love. Before it even came on, I, it came to my head. And I was thinking about the lyrics to it. And I was thinking about how, and I posted this on my Facebook, like, before I knew what love was, before I knew what sex was really about, I knew that I wanted to be exactly what he described on When Two Are In Love. That is like mm-hmm. the quintessential love song. It's just perfect in every way, the way he tells the story and, mm-hmm. and admits that sex is a big part of it and and all these emotions peep, these two people feel for each other. Like That is such a good song. He's had an impact on how I look at romantic relationships, sexual relationships, relationships with you know God or spirituality. He's had a huge impact on me in that way. What I love about him is um, people try to convince you that you can't embrace your sexuality. You can't enjoy sex and love God at the same time. And he's telling you, no, you know, you can't, you can't um, teeter on the lines where people question your sexuality, question whether you're um, homosexual or heterosexual and still have a have a have a relationship with God and he's saying no that's not true and he's he's always embraced his relationship with God and people were just too stupid to recognize it because you see him on an album cover in a pair of panties and stockings and or you see him talking about sex or you see him doing the v with the tongue thing or in concert and you're like well he he you know he don't love god and you know when it when darling nikki came out and that end and they and everybody was like okay first he talking about masturbating he talking about sex in general casual sex in general and or one night stand and then he um at the end he you know he's saying the lord is coming and back then they all said that he was a, a satanic and a devil worshiper because he was saying the Lord's prayer backwards and it wasn't true. Right. And I hated people back then. And if you listen to everything, he, if you really listen to, if you don't limit yourself to a purple rain and kiss and you listen to his music, you know that he's always had a relationship with God probably more relationship with God than more of these so-called Christian, than most of these so-called Christian. And I love it. I, cause, cause I was a kid, I grew up thinking if you love, not, and I don't know why, cause it, I didn't get it from mommy, but loving sex and embracing sexuality is a sin. And he's basically sure. like, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. It, it could have been from being them, them random witnesses that used to, and, he, and he was a Jehovah witness in the end. But you know, people used to make you feel like you're not supposed to enjoy sexuality is wrong. Sex is to procreate. And you know, and you don't get that from him. Um I do feel like I can't even put into words in, impact wise. Um I feel like one of my downfalls in life is like it's a strength and a weakness I think my ability to kind of like see different perspectives and try to understand where people are coming from but I realized I think that to me he represented this and that you know what I mean and even just in the songs that he's saying he said I'm, I'm not conforming to this one thing only I mean he was black for sure <laughs> that's the one thing I hate when people mm-hmm. keep saying maybe he was one or the other or maybe he was mixed or whatever no he's black but I just feel like he represented all these different things and he represented so much 
so many different aspects of people. That's what I should say. And so right. I have this willingness, and I'm not saying it's only because of Prince, but I feel like when I think about a lot of what I keep kind of hearing and thinking about Prince, I have this willingness to try to understand different aspects of people because he represented different aspects of people. Um, but more coming back to what T was saying when it comes to like a song like When Two Are In Love, um, teaching you about love, I agree 100%. Because also, if you think about a song like I Hate You, that was a song right. that had this conflicting idea. I remember being in middle school, and, and it played every day on the radio. For whatever reason, my teacher, the first period, always played the radio, and that song would come on every morning. And she'd go, how do you hate someone but love them? Am I right? And I'm sitting there, eighth grade, like, you idiot. If you just listen to it's it, so you'd understand what he's saying. People always want things to be black or white or be one thing only. You don't understand that life is more complex than that. It's not just this one and see, thing. And that's, I think that's, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, okay. Okay. That's, and that's why, like, um, uh, if I was your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly why I don't, I don't even know the remake to If I Was Your Girlfriend because I refuse to listen to it because I think that people, when it came out, didn't get the point. They didn't. He's not asking to be your girlfriend. He's asking to have that type of relationship that you have with They don't understand that he doesn't mean your girlfriend as a romantic person. He means your friend. A sexual, right. Right. Just like I want to be your lover. (laughs) He's not saying I I want to be be a woman. He's saying I want to be your everything. I want to be everything in the world to you. If you're close to right, your mother right. and your brother and your sister, right. that's what I want to meet. How does that translate into what people are trying to make it be? I don't under. Mm-hmm. I never understood. That I want to be your lover. I never understood if I was your girlfriend. Right. And and the thing that that um, I guess I always wonder. I wonder now. Okay, he's a as a black man, where black men are not don't seem to be allowed to embrace anything that's not the norm. You know, him him dressing the way he dressed when he first came out, him always wearing his hair straight, him wearing long or whatever, um, wearing the heels. I loved him for that because he was saying, yes, I'm black. I'm a black man, but this is me. And I wish I love that he never conformed to the idea of what a man or what a black man is supposed to be. Exactly. Oh, exactly. You know, he didn't conform to stereotypes and I, and I love it. I mean, truly, uh, black men aren't even supposed to really be talented, are they? You know what I mean? Like, right. what society tell you? They're not supposed to be self-taught musicians and, and write songs about all these different things and right. want to put women on. Goodness gracious. No, right. that's not a thing. You know? Right. I'll be going on and on. Right. You know, and, and obviously, all his protégés he had, they weren't protégés. They were just sex partners. And, and then you got to make up your mind. You got to make up your mind about him. Was he using all these women as sex partners or was he um, gay? Was he everything? I mean, and I look like he, I would like to think, I don't want to like think anything about his sexuality, to be quite honest, because it's none of my business what he, how he lived his private life. (laughs) But it always bothered me that that's, that was your concern that what, what was he doing in his private life? He was just, great you know you know as an artist as a performer being a self-taught musician he's he's an inspiration he should be an inspiration to all but especially to black children and his chair you know and the, the things that he did for black children over the years 
and people just don't don't get it you know he, you know him donating money to marva collins him getting behind the um getting kids into more technical jobs um he you know he did a lot and people just he was a he was a, a good caring person because he didn't toot his own horn and talk about his personal life people didn't like that you they didn't get to know about more about his personal life directly from him they right. wouldn't be able to speculate his life and all these different things i, I watched this interesting interview with someone was close to him who was like he just because of his beliefs he didn't talk he didn't like uh boast about his his charitable mm-hmm. efforts he's like but i want to i want the world to know all the things that he did and i thought that was really interesting because then i look back at the interview which i remember from when he was on george lopez and george lopez son about him donating two million dollars he went that much mm-hmm. really like <laughs> he looked like what me like even whenever somebody wanted him to say all the great things he was doing he would go huh and and I don't understand why we don't want people to be more like that. You want everybody to just hold the big check in their hand. Right. Cut the ribbon to the place and all that. Because everybody want to rub in your face what they did for you. No, I don't even even think it's people. The people who have the money who want to do that. I think it's the average Joe. They mm. want to know what you did. What have you mm. done for us lately? What do you bring into the table? All, all you are is famous. Mm. I don't have to tell you what I've done. I don't have to tell you. It's none of your right. business. I know what I've done. My the, the uh, IRS know what I've done. You don't what need to know. What if you paid it? I mean, some things you did know. You might not have known how much, and you didn't need to know how much. If it was a dollar fifty, he did something. Right. You know, if he did more than most. If it's from the heart, we all don't have to right. know. Right. I don't have to keep track. You know, and, and it was really important to him for kids in poverty and, and, and kids of color to have a chance. Right. And maybe because of the situation that he grew up in, but or maybe just he was an all-around good person. But One thing I really did think about, um, and I've talked to at least one of you about this already, but you know, of course, it was like a weekend full of like print stuff and Prince interviews, right? And Prince marathons of videos. And I'm loving it. I mean, it never was too much, not for one moment to me. And I, all I thought was, where was this for all these years? Where like, was, yeah. Right. The current, which I believe is a station in Minneapolis, play Prince. I want to say the evening that they, the evening that it was announced through. They played all night, the evening he died. And then the next day they played, they started his catalog all over from beginning to end. And I'm like, you're stationed in Minneapolis. You should have been doing this anyway. Right. Sirius dedicated their Channel 50 to him, but only for the weekend. Yeah, I mean, but like, those videos serious? on the DVRs you watched from BT Soul, that it ended Monday morning, went right back to the but, garbage But what kills play. me... What, right. What kills me about Sirius, though, is that they have a Pearl Jam station. This is no diss to Pearl Jam, because I love Pearl Jam. But how do you have a Pearl Jam yeah. station but not a Prince station? But, but truth be told, they don't have a Michael Jackson station either. You know, so, there. Speaking of Pearl Jam, you know, that they did some, they did a dedication to him, you know, a tribute to him, and uh, Chris Martin did something. So many Chris people. Chris Cornell did something. Chris, I, Bruce yeah. Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen saved Purple Rain, and I swear to God, I wasn't going to watch it, but mm-hmm. I cut it on and cried as soon as he that. opened his mouth. 
As soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, screw you, Bruce. I can't do this. And I just cut it off. I've got to look for that because Bruce Springsteen, while I I love him as a person, he's the exact opposite musically for me. I know like two songs by this dude, Mm -hmm. but I know people love him the way that we love Prince. And I just feel like I want to see that. You know, I've got to see a, a bunch of people did. Apparently, uh, one of my friends just posted James Taylor did a, pri- did a, a tribute. Oh, I know. So and I'm going to have to um, it, find that, too. And so for me, it's like, because, you know, you always ask yourself, because you, you know how people loved Elvis. You know how people loved Michael Jackson. I always felt like, you know, during his career that he didn't have, you know, nobody seemed like they were showing you know we showed our love the people who followed him around the country showed our love but i always was scared was this going to be like yeah prince died today and next done and next up but i mean tower city turned the purple lights on on the building yeah Um, so a lot of places did even Hmm. eiffel tower yeah, Eiffel like, Tower, Niagara Falls, LA. They lit up three or four places in LA, Chicago, Atlanta. Yeah. A lot of places around the world, around I guess the country. I didn't expect Cleveland to do it, but it, you know, and it was just like. I mean, it's the wow. home of rock and roll. They better yeah. do it. It, 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 was, it was, it was amazing for me because I really was, you know, because there was no, there's, was no appreciation, at least no noticeable appreciation for his talent. You know, they really, to me, they print what. The character that he played in Purple Rain to me, I always thought that that was his wife because everybody always felt like they he wasn't pop enough. He wasn't, um, um, I don't know. He he didn't conform with whatever was going on. Right. At the moment. he was never he was never he wasn't R and B enough. He wasn't pop enough, and he was too black to be rock. Right. So it was hard to know where he was gonna fit. It was hard to know if anybody. Other than us, ever really truly appreciating right, him, right? Because you know, whenever they do a list of the greatest guitar players, he's never on it. What? <laughs> Which is think? funny because Eric Clapton <laughs> said he's the greatest guitar player ever. Right. I Eric see him on list. Clapton. Right. I've seen him on lists too. I I never seen one. That was one I of the reasons see- why I made the list when we used to do those lists. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the guitar list because I never saw him on the list, and I'm like, how can you not include this man? Dave Grohl said, uh, apparently Howard Stern is at some point when they had some kind of conversation, he asked that he think Prince was a better musician than him. And Dave Grohl said, he's a better drummer than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dave Grohl's a drummer. And he said, Prince could mop the floor with me. Right. Come on. Do you know what I... How do you not talk about the impact of somebody who is cross-genres like that? Right. I'm sorry, right. go ahead. No, it's fine. Do you know what I love hearing? Like, when I read uh, Eric Lee, when I read what he wrote, and actually, I know that quite a few of the other people who've been in this band, but his was most interesting because he's like, hey, man, I was just here to do what he wanted. And he was like, you think I want to dress like that? Of course not. But he, like, he was my inspiration. He pulled me here. He got me here, and I wanted to follow that lead. And I thought that was really interesting because people always kind of hinted that he was like this forceful person. He made them do all these things, all his band members, but they seemed like, no, dude, like he knew the way. I was here to learn from him. I was here to absorb from him. If it meant dressing like him, that's cool because I wanted to learn from him and grow from him because he was paving the way for me. And all of them always say, and then he let me do my thing or then he he made sure to point me out because notice he always is like, 
such and such is doing this. He never was trying to take their credit or take their shine. Right. And yeah, we all were here for Prince. We all knew Prince. Sometimes we knew the band, you know, if past the revolution, you don't know them as much maybe, but I like that they all are still, are still saying, put all the things he did for me, you know? I, I think that's awesome. Because usually, right. a lot of times you expect to hear like this kind of whatever story. I read this uh, story. I follow uh, Paloma Faith. She's a British singer. Um, she posted the story about how he did some kind of festival over in England a few years ago, and she was like up, up and coming. One of the people who started out, and I guess she was practicing singing or singing. Or she opened the first day, and Prince was on the side, on the stage, watching her. And she she was really uncomfortable to begin with because of like her first big thing, and she's like. The band is like, oh, my God, Prince is on the stage. And she's like, Prince is on the stage, like, winking at her and, like, keep going, keep going. So she said when the song was over, he invited her to watch the rest of the show with him. So she's, like, freaking out because Prince is like, I want me to watch the show. And he said the whole time he was pointing out things that could make her show better. Mm-hmm. And then he performed, and she watched how he always – and I never thought about this until I read her say it, but it's so true – he always highlights a member of his band. Mm-hmm. Always. He picks a song and everybody gets a solo. He'll ham it up with them or whatever. And she said she learned from him, this is how you treat your band. Right. This is how you this is how you become a star. And she said she hung out with him the whole weekend and just learned so much from him. And I'm like, that's the kind of impact when you talk about a truly great musician, right. that's the kind of impact you're talking about. Not, oh my God, he sold out 52 stadiums or, you know, Even was the d- king of something. Ugh. And I, I'm not trying to knock Michael Jackson because I believe Michael Jackson was a talented person. But I'm just saying, like, that's not what Prince was about. Right. He was about the art. About the art. <laughs> um. But even even as we're saying, we didn't really know if he'd always if he'd get this level of attention, you know, at this time. I feel like in a way, we, maybe we should have expected it or should have known at least in the past few years because it took a while. But I feel like every time he even showed up to something, how how you could see I'm not even in the room on the Grammys or whatever, but I saw how people went nuts. You know what I mean? So I do feel like people have always known the impact. Maybe we didn't feel it directly. That's mostly because the media has moved towards covering people's personal lives. And since they didn't know his personal life, he couldn't be on Extra or Access Hollywood or whatever all the time. So because we weren't seeing, being like flooded with Prince in that way, it feels like he wasn't covered as much. Do you know, but I, that's one, I'm sorry, that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to believe when I read, when you, when you sent the text, because it seemed like TMZ was lightweight stalking him in the last couple of months. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, um, I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, <was quick. laughs> I apologize. And it was flooded with said. personal. No, it was something about, I don't know. It couldn't have been important. Oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sorry. That's okay. I was reading about this, the other day I was reading about this country singer named Chris Stapleton who said he was inspired by Prince. I guess he did a cover. I'm going through Rolling Stones list because they they show up, you know, when they're not showing, they showing a lot of prints. They showing a lot, a lot of covers are popping up. A lot of tributes are popping up 
I'm, I haven't watched. I'm so scared to watch these tributes. I don't know what to do. Scared to watch what? These tributes. I don't. I y'all y'all cried. I didn't. I got misty eyed. Turned everything off and walked away. And that's what I do every time well, I get I, misty eyed. I turn everything off. I have not watched the 2020s special. I, I watched it was coming his on. videos. I watched the beginning of Saturday Night Live, but then my drugs kicked in and I went to sleep. Um, but the tributes, like I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan, mm-hmm. so it was hearing Bruce sing it and it's Prince, and it was so quiet and I just couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a lot. I can understand why you wouldn't want to. It's a lot. But I still go ahead. I'm gonna say I still um. There's still a lot of things I can't do yet. I cannot watch Purple Rain. And if I watch Purple Rain in the next year, I'll be very surprised. I'm not going to watch any of his movies. I can't. Well, we all have our, again, like I was saying earlier, we all have our different ways of doing it, right? I love to cry. I watch things <laughs> that make me cry just because I love the feelings. I don't think real you life makes you so cry. so weird. I don't I love it. And so. I love to just sit here and ball and go, party man. Nobody can be <laughs> Batman. It's just crazy. crazy. You're insane. I love it. And so I, I'm experiencing, I'm living it and I'm living in the moment. Don't get me wrong. I did, the tabloidy stuff, blech, no thank you. But I like the tributes. I love hearing the, the awesome interviews. So if you aren't ready, I understand it. But I'm like, give me more. I'm about to look for that Bruce Springsteen and cry my eyeballs out. Like, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I already looked it up, and I'm I, I see this thing for George Clinton. I'm going I'm going to watch the Pearl Jam. I did a couple of days ago. I couldn't. I, I've been like, I've already watched Purple Rain. You know, I've watched some of Under the Cherry Moon. There's no way I'm gonna be able to finish my article if I don't watch and listen to anything. Um, and. You know, of course, I'm going to watch Under the Cherry Moon. I have a podcast scheduled for Under the Cherry Moon, so I'm not. Well, I'll watch it for that, but that's not until July, so I got some time. <laughs> okay, get well, it together. And then again, I might do it from memory. I don't know. Um, I I will say, I forgot it again. Never mind. Oh, come on, I'm geez. sorry. <laughs> I lost it again. About movies? Come on, I want to know. Um, mm-hmm. It was not tributes. I don't remember anymore. Oh. Well, can I ask for, and it's going to be hard to do, but just kind of final thoughts, even if it's about favorite songs or if it's about a favorite video. T, I know you love the, you kept asking about the Party Man extended version. Whatever it is, like, give me some, a couple of things to, like, you know, wrap up how we're feeling or like, thinking right now. Okay, so what do you want, favorite song, favorite video? You, it's up to you. My favorite song. Is forever in my life. Listen to that's that. like my number I one. To that today, oh, I'm sorry. That's that, no, that, that's okay. No, I get it. That's like my number one, and then every, everything else is a second. Everything else is number <laughs> two. I can't possibly, unless I said that's number one, and Love Sexy, the whole damn album is number two. That's cool. Like that's fair. So that's probably one and two and everything else. Okay, then Pink Cashmere. See, like, see how hard it is? Oh, Pink Cashmere. Oh, you see how hard it is? Pink Cashmere. Cashmere. You see how hard it is? Oh, that's going to get me, y'all. Oh. Right. Oh, my gosh. I haven't listened to that yet. It's, I know it's going to get me. So, like, those, like, favorite song is hard. Like I said, it's harder for me to, it's easier for me to think of my least favorite songs. And it'd probably be, like, Ronnie Talk to Russia. 
Oh. That's probably it. I even love I Dancing love in the Sunshine. So, um, it's a great. But favorite video is definitely um, Party Man Extended. It's probably anything from Batman. Any oh, video are, from Batman. Great. Um, and then um, I love Alphabet Street. And I wish you heaven. Anything where he was just there looking ethereal and perfect and vulnerable. Yeah. I'm sorry, I passed out for a moment. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, What about my? uh, I I agree that song is hard. Adore has just always done something for me. I've always said it's Adore. How come you don't call me anymore? And if I was your girlfriend. Uh, Yes. And then I go and crazy you. Right. And it's gonna be lonely in DMSR. <laughs> right. um. Before you finish, let me just say this. Let me say what song snuck up on me. It took years. When when we're dancing close and slow. It was just in my head. I have no idea when it happened. Do y'all know what I had? Y'all know what I just had the boy singing in the car. What? Still waiting. Oh, oh damn! What? <laughs> Let me tell you this, and then you can get back to what you were saying. So I was listening to all the music, and I said, Kendall, she said, Kendall said, let's, meant, she said, let's do, I said, let's do, um, name that tune, You and the Mister. So, of course, he didn't know anything, because I'm like, what's your favorite songs by Prince? And he's like, I don't know, I know Adore. <laughs> I don't know the names of anything. He's a crotchety old man. I don't know the names of anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, we're playing music, and, like, Mint is getting all these, and then, KT came home and I'm like, hey, you handle the music and me. It's gonna be me versus Mint. The first beat, I'm like, la 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 he he he. Uh from the oh. your eyes. Oh, and yeah. Mint is like, Mint was like, this ain't fair. You can't play no more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I can't beat you. <laughs> I wanna say there was a time years ago we tried that and like we kept playing like two notes and we were like <laughs> all of us shot at the same time. I'm sure we did. We didn't, we didn't do it again. <laughs> right. I was going to myself go ahead. the other day. Right? <laughs> what is this? Go ahead and finish what you were saying. You fin- you said your favorite songs, so, I think. I think those are my favorite, some of my favorite songs. It is incredibly difficult. I mean, oh, mountains. Another love of Holy Hell. I know. Oh, that's a great <laughs> video, too. Um, the reason for album, I think, Sign of Times and Parade and for you, like, Parade has I Wonder You and, and Life Can Be So Nice oh. with two p- new position. And Venus the oh. Milo. <laughs> another lover holding your head. <laughs> Which is another one of my favorite videos. I just can't. I can't. Okay. And video-wise, I do agree about those bat, bat dance and party man are awesome, but mountains. Mm-hmm. I, I melt with mountains, but I think that was the first one as a kid that I was like, I remember that I remember seeing it and being like, Ooh. I remember you were obsessed with that video. Right? You were I like, sit, I would sit like he was sitting. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel, however I felt then is how I feel mm-hmm. now. 30 years later. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm getting misty. <laughs> so, Shell. Well, oh my God. Um, so... Obviously, you know, I don't I don't hide the fact that um Adore is my favorite song. And Adore is my favorite song 
because I like it the way he just tells you point blank. I adore you, you know, just like from the first moment I saw you. And, and I just love that, you know. Um, uh, other favorite, that is my favorite song. Everything else, like y'all, is a, is a close second. 17 Days, She's Always In My Hair. My ringtones at one time for everybody were Prince songs. She's always yeah. in my Mine were too. Private <laughs> Joy. I broke my neck Prince to listen to Private, Private Joy. Joy. Strangle uh, Valentino. Strangle Valentino. You've been, You've been mine, mine ever since. Been You've been his ever since. If anybody asks you. If anybody asks you. belong to Prince. Prince. Come on, baby, baby, get up. Baby, get up. <laughs> oh, I love Private Joy. I love Less Work. I love song. Erotic City. Oh. I love Darling oh. Nikki. I hate that Monty taught me what master masturbation was after I listened to him. <laughs> stop, stop the record. Do you know what masturbation is? No, and I don't care. Put the record back on, please. That actually reminds me, sorry to cut you off, of uh, Jack You Off. How I would run around going, I jack you off. And I would <laughs> who went... Wait a minute, do you know what you're saying? And I was like, no, I don't care. <laughs> but it was when she said, okay, she said, okay, the, the um I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fan. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. And Monty said, Do you know what masturbating is? No. And then she she didn't really, she's like, she just said, you could she was pointing out things that you could that she could masturbate with. And I spent, I'm a kid okay so i spent from my childhood to my adulthood like did she use the magazine to masturbate right. she right. read the magazine to masturbate i'm so I, confused and she ruined she didn't ruin the song for me but she ruined my childhood huh right. you just saw me I, I would just sit there imagining her with this magazine rolled up just going to town <laughs> You told paper me that, cuts. and I was like, "Paper cuts." Sounds <laughs> awful. That doesn't sound pleasant at all. I bet she's glad he interrupted her. Right. <laughs> it's gonna hurt her though. When she finished, I was like, "So, thank you." And could you put it back on? You know, thanks for that unnecessary right. description. And I'm not done with this song yet. <laughs> Goodbye. Could you leave now? <laughs> but yes, you know, Lady Cab Driver, Lady Cab Driver. When they had the simulated sex, I used to, at 11. Why is he doing that? Why is he doing it to her on this record? <laughs> That's not proper. <laughs> you know, oh, love or money. All of love sexy. Um, I don't skip songs on sign at a time. Not even playing the Me sunshine. Either. Mm -mm, I play it all the way through. I think about it, baby, you know, all yeah. the time. You know, I love So Dark. I love both versions of So Dark. The version that's on the um, Come Black album and the version that's on I mean, the on Crystal, Crystal Ball. Ball. I have two copies of Crystal Ball. I have um, Sinatons on record, cassette, and two CDs and MP3. Okay. That's your favorite I, album, huh? What you say? Y'all remember? Y'all remember? Had you? Yes, I was yes. just looking at the lyrics. I was, I was, good. I was trying to keep myself from, from One singing of my film it. projects that was the opening soundtrack. Had you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. There is, there is no way to narrow down because I love the question of you. 
I can't get joy and repetition out of my head. It's been in my head because there's days. joy and repetition. <laughs> oh, wow. Joy and repetition was the first time I ever noticed songs in stereo because on one side of the car you could hear him saying "Love me," and on the other side there's joy and repetition. It's mm-hmm. just you know a lot of songs. He makes you think. I want to go back for a minute and sort of change my list because I need to put "Come" at sort of the Come. top of the list. And I've I remember a, a few friends of mine who podcast. They had the list of uh, the list was baby making songs, and so like you play the song and you can say why you like it. But I like I just put songs and then my number one was "Come," and I explained why and I said it is eleven minutes of sex. Right. It is a, it is the foreplay. It is. The it is the deal, it is sealing the deal. You hear it all in this one song. Like that is one of the best songs ever written. Just the composition itself makes it one of the best. Forget the words, the composition, the musicality, how it builds and builds for the end of the crescendo. To it's obvious she had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's just man. yeah. That's a great album too. Love to the left of me. Love I was listening to that last night. Right. I was thinking about how when I was a kid, I didn't Party realize tonight. what a threesome. Oh my god! What'd you what'd you, what'd you say, Leona? I was saying I was listening to that last night and thinking about when I was a kid, I had no idea what he was talking about. But I was I, I knew it was a threesome, but I was like marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? And I know this guy to be at mom's house because I don't have it, and I know it was. I believe it was mine. Or maybe I had it on tape and, and Rachel had it on CD. Remember, I am violent. Yes, organ grinder. Organ grinder. And I grind all the For the organ. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Two different versions of Get Off. Yep. Oh. I still have space. Yes, I love space. I love I still have my... um. My little mix of the four different versions. Yes. Oh, I love it. I have. That's one of my favorite songs. Wait, wait. Um, the, the the day that I wrote my 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 write up for Facebook, I wanted to. I didn't want to get a picture off the internet. So obviously, you know, thanks to my sisters, I have a giant Prince book. One of many giant Prince books. I'd like to point that out. But <laughs> so I was I reached down for my Prince book because it's on my shelf next to my computer. And what do I find? A stack of Prince singles. Pop life. I had the, the 1999 wow. album. Look at the 1999 album right now. I bought that when I was 11 and I still have it. I know about y'all, but I have a Prince shrine in my office. <laughs> oh, a whole lot of Prince stuff. And I have a bunch of Prince pictures in my phone. Just because he was also the king of shades. So I have a yes. ton of Prince memes in my phone. For when you have to say something shady, but you don't want to get your hands dirty. <laughs> you just throw a Prince picture out there. And people get the point. Why could you yes. so be a real housewife? Like, just the way you have, like, the way you say things. It's so real housewife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, have y'all ever... I just, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just... Just start thinking about and God created woman and I just couldn't talk oh, for a moment. Oh, my right. oh, see oh I got again. one that just came to my, my my head right after you said that. What? If I don't think about, about the, the fact, fact that you left me, if I don't see the pearls fall from the sky, if I don't hear the accusations of blasphemy, 
compared to as performed by the family though as performed by the oh screens can we sing that real quick <laughs> i hate when they mention nothing compares to you and they say sinead o'connor but don't say the family i know <sighs> the family is not famous and not <sighs> popular but the song was written for the family and you then... know the woman he was going to marry at one time i want to say it's so awful by sinead o'connor it really is and i want to there was this thing going around there were a couple of them about You'd be surprised to know these songs were written uh. by Prince. And they were all like, I'm like, I'm not surprised by this. Like, right. first of all, we had interactive, which if you went to a particular vault, you right. knew what right. songs oh, you wrote. Really I mean, like, can we find, I know it's there. Is can it, we please dig out interactive? Does it matter? I want to work. It, it don't work on new computers. <laughs> I've tried it. No! I'm sorry. <laughs> Do y'all remember that game used to freeze up on that computer? Yes! <laughs> We would get to that room, like where you're trying to unlock the thing, and we're just like, burp, burp. <laughs> or you go to the room where you could pull his outfits out, but it only pulled out the raspberry beret outfit, and they're like, but I want to see the rest of these. <laughs> why did Mint? Why did that video come on? And Mint goes, "Do you see this suit?" I was like, "Yes, honey, I wanted that suit." She goes, "But you don't like Ruth." <laughs> <laughs> like, it's better than Ruth. Oh. Much better than Ruth. Sorry. I, oh my god! I I was looking up you guys... um, his hairstyles, his various hairstyles on the internet. Oh, uh, all that man! I I, I just style love icon. Meet the person that did his hair. He probably did his hair himself. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? Would that? Excuse me, y'all. I got to go bump this real quick. Oh, that'd be just amazing. Why not? Twenty instruments. Did y'all notice on the When Doves Cry video? At the end, when he has in the gold suit, right? Mm-hmm. So he's in the gold suit with the hat with the veil. Mm-hmm. His shoes, his boots match his suit. Yes. Yeah. You notice that? He turns around. The bottom of his shoes are a different color. I never <laughs> knew that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, the bottom of your shoes. That's where that's where Lupin got the idea. Right. Stealing from Prince. You ain't original. You ain't original. Right. Um, when 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 oh, I feel like we're never gonna end. Um, American <laughs> Music Awards. Um, right after Under the Cherry Moon came out, he wasn't nominated. He was presenting. This is the first time I saw Prince present. He came out in a full freaking tuxedo. I thought I was gonna roll over and die, <gasps> but what I was gonna do is cry first. And what I I have that on tape. I have it on tape. What the freaking heck am I gonna do with a tape? Yeah, I need a VCR. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh my god! Y'all know they're doing a they're doing a special AMA. They're doing a, a tribute. Really? L- this is what I'm about to say. Like there better not be no biopic. No. Leave it alone. No. Leave it alone, Any tribute they have, do not invite Chris Brown or Miguel. Don't do it. I don't hey. want to hear Alicia Keys. Remember when they did that don't tribute? Well, I don't want to hear old girl. Did it. 
Do y'all remember that? I'm sorry, what'd you say? On, when he was honored at the BET Awards and Trey Song sang. Oh, good lord. And the stop. look on Francis' face, like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't you love those looks? Don't you love those looks? Look, I'm going to tell you the two people I approve that are not his, his old friends. First of all, they better have all his old friends there who can make it. But the only two other two people I'm willing to have are Daly and Maxwell. That's it. Oh, I'll yep. take Janelle Monet. I'll take Janelle, I take Janelle Monet. Monet. I don't want to see nobody else. Everybody else stay home. Yeah. We ain't got time. Don't even you. be in the audience. <laughs> well, they can be in the they audience. They can be in the audience. <laughs> Whatever. Stay home. We don't want to see you. No, they can be in the audience. Mm-hmm. Well, she'll, she'll face it. Your girl going to be in there somewhere. I'm I just know. saying. Be there but that's it. Home. We ain't even got to dig in her. Let's not do it. Let's no, because I don't want to be attacked. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not well, even gonna say the name. Right. Well, at any rate, as we said, we could go on and on. Um, I encourage. Wait, wait, wait! I didn't say my favorite song. My favorite. You started us out. We did. Oh, no, oh, you... favorite. I'm sorry for the question. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> favorite song written by him, performed by somebody else. Yeah, I forgot you asked that question. I mean, go yeah, ahead. Uh, nothing compares to you. Love song and screams of passion. Well, we all said the same. Screams of passion. So I can account love song even though he performed it. I think you can. Okay. I love Manic Monday. That's a good one too. I know y'all wanted to say, "Yo, Mister, how's y'all?" I was sorry. I used to jam that song, but because (laughs) because you just and love eighty nine. But just because you just mentioned that, I do have to say, time waits for time waits for nobody. That was just in my my head. And I used to love off that album. I guess I'm crazy, which he also wrote, and I cannot find that album anywhere. I used to have y'all know we used to love music staples, right? But I used to love that song. I guess I'm crazy, and I can't find it. <sighs> he wrote almost that entire. Remember, he wrote almost that entire album, and there was like the two songs he didn't write were the two I didn't listen to. Like eh, anyway, I. Unless I think it's funny when people say. These are the songs you didn't know he wrote. He and I'm sitting on the list like he wrote so many other songs. What are you talking about, about? You know, people who 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 are surprised. Um, everything that Jelly Bean Benitez didn't write for Lisa Filarillo, he wrote on that I Am album. Okay. Did he write it as a porpoise for your life? Did he write? That? <laughs> he wrote that Playgirl song. My <laughs> <Hi>, girl. <laughs> that was my jam. I know. Horny horns. <laughs> Yeah, I could talk. We were sporadic and all over the place, but at least being for me, being sporadic and all over the place kept the tears in a little bit for me. Cause the tears in your yeah, we were, but we could just go on and on. I think I'm here. Uh, I'm gonna do a a, one of my favorite poems. Mm -hmm. I am nothing without your touch, my love. I am nothing without your kiss. To spend each night in your arms, my flower, is man's idea of bliss. To not hear your voice each day is to die seven times by God's wrath. If there was anything other than human, I'd be the water, water in your in bath. bath. Oh. Beautiful, Christopher. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, Christopher. Now hang the phone up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, thank you for having this idea to have this talk.
I, I, I can't be around you guys, so, because we're so far apart, I needed to Ooh. at least have a share of memories. Oh, we hanging up, but, um, I, I had something to say about Sherry. Oh, yeah. She asked if I had heard anything, and I was scared that she was going to go to the negative. And she's like, no, how dare they? How dare they say any of this stuff about him? They, he, he wasn't that type of person. And she said when she got the, the text of what happened, you know, all she saw was um, Singer Prince was. And she was hoping that it was um, that he was going to be doing something at one of their meetings because she's a witness, too. And when she saw that he had passed, it kind of it broke her heart. And then I was like, you know, I feel me personally. I was like. I don't know how I, I feel bad because it hurts so much and he's it's not like he's a relative or anything and I don't know if it's right for me to hurt the way I hurt with him being gone and she said it is he's been a part of your life for over 30 years you have every right to feel the way you feel and it helped with that because you know with with dimples and and T um calling to make sure I didn't run away to Minneapolis the other day (laughs) they cracked me up because dimples called um friday to see if i was okay she called mom to see if i was okay to see if we all were okay but me in particular because y'all had posted facebook posts and i didn't and she was concerned that because we were on our way to illinois that i had forced them to go to minneapolis and then the next day t called to see he wanted to know if i was okay and she ain't going to Minneapolis, you know. I was like, "Wow, was that that big a fan that they really thought I was gonna pack it in and leave my family and go to Minneapolis?" And you know, as I'm cracking up at them being concerned that I ran away to Minneapolis, the only thing that crossed my mind was, "Why didn't y'all say this yesterday so I could go to Minneapolis right. tonight?" Like I didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> listeners for joining us bye 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 thank you for joining us this is fandom city town hall meeting this is a very special episode that we were really excited to dedicate to an artist that we love for many years prince it was a lot of fun talking about him because we love to do that and we hope you enjoyed listening as well if you ever have any comments that you want to share please come check us out at fandomcity.com You can join us on Facebook at Fandom City. And anytime you want to hear any of our podcasts, you can find us on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Thanks again for all your support and all your love. Have a good one.